Welcome to the Mortcast on the CSG Network, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Before I get started on today's Mortcast, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Z in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They're open now and taking reservations. Obviously, it's limited seating with uh, 50% capacity for restaurants. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> uh, Blanchard would would qualify. But I tell you what, take them up on the offer. You can get to uh, go to um, Blanchard Family Wines, uh, their website, and just look up how to reserve for the restaurant. And they will lead you there and get your spot. Uh, socially distanced wearing masks, but have a small party, go there, and have fun. Try their wines, try their Pinot, try their Cabernet, which the 2017 Cabernet, uh, I got a couple bottles of that a couple months ago. It was fantastic. Um, It's probably my favorite of the varieties that they had uh, in stock this last year, Um, and I highly recommend that one, but they also have Rieslings from a uh, winery from the Western Slope, Storm Cellars. Um, They also are doing virtual tasting still, so get on your virtual tasting right now. It's very popular. Um, You may have to book from way out because they have, it's just been insanely popular. It's just been selling out like what you would not believe. Um, when you book a virtual wine tasting, they send you some varieties of wine and you compare them with things and you go just to the zoom, uh, you know, kind of tasting rooms and it's a, it's a fun time. I'm going to be uh, trying that out here very soon. Um, outside of that, just this Blanchard Family Wines. You know it's my favorite place in Denver. Uh, once again, they're located between 18th and 19th in Brecon Rosie in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. When you go in, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Uh, okay, the NBA is back. The players approved the NBA proposal for a 22-team kind of scenario in Walt Disney World in Orlando. Uh, They kind of have a... uh, There's a... It's it's fungible at this point. It hasn't really been set in stone like to us publicly how it's going to work, but each team's going to have eight regular season games they're going to play, and I essentially it's going to act as a preseason, but it will affect the standings, obviously. So they they count. Um, they will play games that were intended on the rest of their schedule, um, and it will kind of go from there. Um, they will kind of get a the uh, reason, and, and this is the kind of my own extrapolation. The reason that's kind of they decided to do this was, one, first of all, RSN revenue, uh, regional sports network revenue. Obviously, that needs to be recouped a bit, and they go up to about 72 games <clears throat> on those. And they wanted to hit that threshold for many teams uh, so they can get their meet their obligations to their RSNs. Um, also, additionally, there is kind of a, you know, a motivation, I should say, <clears throat> to get Zion Williamson involved. 
and uh, at least to get to a point where he's competitive and teams can tune, tune in. Obviously, the NBA will not admit to that. That's my own extrapolation. But when you look, read the tea leaves, that's pretty well obvious that, that the NBA really wants Zion Williamson to be featured prominently uh, in playoff scenarios, uh, potential just to get people interested because he is a draw. And um, obviously Portland would like to have something to play for, particularly since Dame Lillard uh, went out and said that if he didn't have anything to play for, he's just going to sit out. Um, So they're giving teams a reason, especially these these five teams in the Western Conference, and uh, I think it was one additional team in the uh, Eastern Conference, to play for something. And I, I think that is where they kind of, oh, excuse me, four teams in the Western Conference, two teams, just something like that. Anyway, I, it, it's, it's a uneven thing because it's the, the West's eight spot is more competitive than the East's eight spot, just put it to you that way. So that's where we're at. As far as how it's going to work, no one knows. Um, obviously, this is going to involve testing. It's going to involve uh, things that we've never done before. Uh, Isolation. uh, An inability to have families there until the second round of the playoffs. And yes, they are going to do full seven-game series. Uh, There won't be travel, so this will affect things in a different way. We we haven't seen anything like this before. Um, This is going to be very unusual. And any way you slice it, for those people who are complaining that people talk about asterisks, Look, as soon as the pandemic occurred, this this was going to be different. You can't remove it from the equation. Um, It's not about... It's like no one's going to take away the 50-game title uh, in 1999 after the lockout that the uh, um, San Antonio Spurs has. No one's going to take that away from them. It is a bit diminished because it was 50 games. Uh, it's a little less than what the... Uh, um, yes, there is a difference in LeBron James in Miami's 2012 post-lockout um, season. But that was 66 games, um, which was a lot closer than 50 games. 50 games was uh, a lot different. And and if you anyone remembers anything about that season, they crammed... A, whole bunch of games consecutively together uh it was uh <laughs> it was a it was a bad year that culminated in a really poor team New York Knicks making it to the finals um so that is why that's kind of there but anyway the, the long story short don't think of it as asterisk you know whatever if, if people say asterisk just it is what it is we can all say, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that um, this this scenario we're encountering right now is is pandemic influenced. It's going to be different regardless. So just accept it and enjoy this last part of the season plus the playoffs for what it is, right? Um, and don't try to impugn, try to bring any impugn it or make it more than it is. It is what it is. And, and I think that's the way the NBA is looking at this right now, and and that's the way they should. It's like these 
the leagues have been decimated, particularly uh, uh, Major League Baseball and their ridiculousness. Um, but the NHL and NBA. I mean, the NHL is having a 2014 playoff. It's insane. But it is what it is. Understand that we had a pandemic happen and then look at it and say, okay, now that we know this, this is what we're going to do. We can understand it. And and through that understanding of what exactly is happening, I think you'll accept more that this is a um, not something that happens every year. We will likely return to normal within a few years. Until then, and this will affect next season. Now, I kind of want to go over the up in the airness of next year. Uh, Of course, the NBA would like to continue, and ideally they would like to continue next season by December 1st. Uh, That, I think, the the players were like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. (laughs) You have to collectively bargain this, and that is going to be a very short gap between playing. We don't even know how the season's going to look. We don't even know if we're going to be traveling, all that stuff. Um, they, obviously there are things that they need to resolve. And quite frankly, it may look like what's happening with, uh, Major League Baseball. Um, they have to fight over revenue. There's going to be something that's going to be different until they can get fans back in the arenas. And who knows when that will be next year is going to look different. And of course, there again, the players probably don't want to. Uh, have their season end midway through October and then turn around really quickly and play in December. Uh, I doubt, I know, I don't think anyone actually wants to encounter that um, on the players' side. And quite frankly, the owners were pushing it a little, so we're, it remains to be seen when that will be. But now the, dra- the draft and free agency will start almost immediately after uh, the finals ends. So this is going to be crammed, it's going to be different, and uh, as I've been saying, enjoy it for what it is, because you're not going to see more, anything like the next two years in the future, because they will revert once they're allowed to have fans back in a normal season, they will revert to normal. Right now, they got to make do. All right, before I continue with the rest of the podcast, I want to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook app. Yes, they are a sponsor of the Mortcast on CSG. Golf is back. Uh, golf is returning. Um, golf is one of those sports that they can practice social distancing. They don't need to have fans. So, hey, it's something that now that betting is legal in Colorado as of May 1st, that you can like really sort of like return to uh, wagering if, that, if you are inclined to do so. It uh, doesn't get any closer to major than with all the heavy hitters taking the course. And DraftKings Sportsbook is the place to place all of your bets for this weekend's, this next weekend's tournament. Head to the app, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, right now and check out all they have to offer, including player props, day-to-day action, and hole-by-hole live betting. Um, but more than anything else... Uh, the America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting you at the center of the action with a sign-up bonus of $1,000. That's right, $1,000. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code MHS when you sign up. 
For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus of $1,000. Just enter the code MHS when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Uh, Colorado only. Uh, bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet and match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So as we look into what, how this is going to affect the Nuggets, uh, we don't know. Um, Nikola Jokic looks like he's lost weight. Uh, Tim Connolly was on the airways this week describing Jokic have as having a beach body. A draft uh, on Jamal Murray we spoke to this week in a Zoom conference call, which was very good. Um, and he said that Jokic has a four-pack. So that's probably about as good as Jokic is ever going to get as far as that goes. Um, but, <coughs> excuse me, but... There again, who? How will this affect them? Uh, if we, we remember, and this is how I'm looking at it. If we remember the tail end of where the Nuggets were when the season came to a temporary halt, um, Michael Porter Jr. had injured his ankle, and when he came back, he wasn't playing well. He wasn't getting minutes again. Um, we were all mad at Michael Malone. It was just, it wasn't good. Of course, in the interim, Michael um, MPJ's maybe put his foot in his mouth a couple times, but he's a rookie. Um, <clears throat> Porter is going to play a huge factor in how the Nuggets go. Um, and so it's obviously the two biggest factors are, are Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. But when we're going to take a look at something like a weird end of the season, the Nuggets are going to need that extra sauce. And that extra sauce is Michael Board Jr. and how he plays. And there, I think where the rubber meets the road is Michael Malone, the coach of the Denver Nuggets, is going to have to just bite the bullet and play him. Um, because as of right now, if the Nuggets want to make that push, they can't just say, we're going to put that extra little sauce on Will Barton as capable as he is. Um, the, we all know the ceiling of Michael Porter Jr. And if the Nuggets are going to make a push to a finals appearance this year, in this special circumstance, they're going to need Michael Porter Jr. They're going to need the extra sauce and the, the ceiling that he can provide. Obviously it's asking a lot of a rookie to, to go that direction. I don't think he's necessarily going to be able to do it, but you never know. Um, the point is... I think now is the time to kind of just stop uh, with the – just go all in, basically. Have him play, give him a set amount of minutes, and just have him there, all right? Because those minutes are going to be important because if we're going to have a season shortly after this one ends, uh, he's going to need to be up to shape. Um, there's a lot of different factors there. Uh, of course, Jokic is the number one X factor here, as he is the best player. Jamal Murray, um, we spoke to him on the Zoom call, seemed very determined. It was a great call about race relations, and more more than anything else, it was just great to hear from a NBA player 
um, talking intently about race issues uh, at the end of the Zoom call. But, you know, he's also determined, and we all know Jamal Murray, and he wants to perform. Uh, And he's a hard worker. And these guys have had four months off to nurse these injuries, to come back, to be 100%. And... We're almost into, after they knock off the rest, we're almost into no excuses territory. People can't complain about nicks and bruises. People can't complain about various things that they were complaining about before. Every team coming into this scenario, other than a handful, are legitimately healthier because of the layoff. Now, whether they're physically fit is another question. Um <laughs> Some players have, like James Harden and Nikola Jokic, have continued to lose weight. Some players probably haven't. Uh, we're going to find out when they try to do some sort of camp starting mid-July. We will be able to see. Now, if, and this is a big if, if the NBA is able to pull this off, the Nuggets are going to have to accept, and we as fans are going to have to accept, that there's, it's just going to be some rust, and it's going to be some bad basketball. Um, the gap between when they were off to right now is greater to when they resume the season is greater than uh, the actual off season is. Um, so it's going to be really, really interesting to see how any team, let alone the Nuggets, comes back from this. Except that it's going to be bad basketball until they get into the playoffs and no crowd noise. They're thinking of pumping in 2K crowd noise, which I I don't know. There it is. You're going to have a weird scenario. How the Nuggets adapt to that is going to be real interesting. I personally, I know this is, uh, you know, the Nuggets are my team. Uh, honestly, my money's on the Clippers because they are the best all-around team. Uh, and it's not the Bucks; it's the Clippers. Um, LeBron's team has LeBron, obviously, so you can never count them out. But... The Clippers are a little different. The Clippers just have that defensive mentality that you need. And I can see them not being as affected. And plus, Kawhi's had the four months off. So it's going to be different. And you're you're going to see a very intense Clippers team. Now, how the Nuggets combat that's going to be interesting. I can't, you can't really go by their last matchup with the Clippers as an indicator of how they would do head-to-head because the Nuggets didn't take it seriously, and it was obvious that they didn't. See how they adjust this time. And if the Nuggets, you know, end up playing the Clippers, which I think uh, one of the eight games they do play the Clippers. I think they had one left. Um, We're going to see where the the, the rubber meets the road with the Nuggets and the Clippers. Um, they have struggled against the Lakers, but every game has been close against the Lakers. Um, so it's not as if the gap between the Nuggets and the Lakers is huge. Uh, it's a little different with the Clippers, and the Nuggets have beaten the Bucks twice. Uh, once with, I think, 10 players and on a second night of a back-to-back. So, look, I'm not saying Nuggets can win. I'm saying that they should be able to give themselves a puncher's chance. And that's all you can ask for. All right, thank you all for joining me in the latest Mortcast part of the CSG Network. I'll be talking to you really soon. Goodbye.